Correct, lads. Do it again. Fucking season three. Season three of the depression session. Probably the most appropriate time to return. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, <laughs> I suppose the main thing here is that we, you know, we keep going and coming back, but like, we do realize that we kind of run out of content after like seven or eight episodes. So we think this time around we kind of made the decision that it's better to do it in kind of a season format. See how yeah. that works. We're like we're like Batman in those things where he leaves and comes back when there's trouble. You know, that's, yeah. that's what we're very much exactly. what we're. And we've come back during very troubled times, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Um, Isolation yeah. eyes. Um, we did. We didn't plan to come back. Like this wasn't like uh, COVID nineteen last week podcast yeah. this week. We've been trying to. Do, we've been gearing this up now for a while. But uh, been, to be fair, we had a conversation at Christmas about coming back, and it took us this long. And then yeah. we were meeting up. For people listening, we were meeting up on Sunday. To like that was the plan. We were gonna meet up on Sunday and do the podcast, and then COVID hit us like a fucking train. And it was like, right, yeah, we're gonna have to figure scared. this out. We got terrified. We're on uh, Skype now, lads. Skype. Yeah, as is the modern world. Even this podcast is working from home. So um, <laughs> here we go. But yeah, it's it like so. I guess we're not. It's not uh, so much trying to capitalize on a situation more than we feel like right now what we have to offer is probably for at least for certain people because of course like, like in real life i only know a couple of people that listen to it and as long as they're able to listen to this and get a bit of comfort out of kind of the fact that the next few weeks are going to be a bit trying on the mental health they're mm. going to be the cabin fever is going to get you definitely uh, the lack of routine that's going to kill people yeah and yeah and that's that's probably the main thing for maintaining yourself is to try and keep as normal a routine as possible i know like you might be getting up out of bed at half seven every day to go to work and now it might be like get up at half seven every day to do nothing but it's still just going to keep your mind taken away like yeah yeah i definitely agree with that and the th- like as well say for example like if you are a person who's going to be working from home as well uh, you'll still have that routine but then i suppose the lack of contact with people will become a problem mm. but in terms of the routine like just from a personal uh, aspect anyway like i kind of looked at this early when it when it kind of eventually like last week you know everything happened in a few days or whatever and when it kind of eventually became a hardcore fact that we would be working from home um or that we would be inside let's say for a while i kind of had to make i made a decision and i think to be fair this is the decision a lot of people made like i'm just speaking for myself here um that like i was going to use this time productively whether it happened or not was a different story but i'm at least setting out a plan yeah, and I, yeah, I think that is a common thing. Like, just you know, um, anecdotally, like I, I've, I hate running myself, but the last four days of went out for a run every day, and I was running in in Glamour earlier, and the roads are absolutely Dovladina. Like, there's people out walking, obviously maintain their distance, whatever, but out walking, running, all that. Like, because there's not really much else to do to get you out of the house uh, rather than go walking on your own. So yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. Like, and like, you no. Know, luckily, um, for me, I, I absolutely love running, and I've taken it up in the last few months before this, so it's not even a new activity for me. But like, the what I find in the last few few days, like, if I don't go for a run, like, let's say yesterday, you know, for example, it was one day that I just decided I wasn't going for a run, and like, uh, I found myself at like nine o'clock last night with that feeling of, you know, I I, I can't really describe. It. It's like that. I suppose it is the feeling of cavern fever. It's like when you have that kind of feeling, it's like in your chest or something that you feel mm. like something's about to happen, but nothing's happening. It's kind and of like, for me anyway, it's kind of like a, almost a sense of like dead dread. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm here again for the, tomorrow, the exact same thing. But yeah. when I get out for the run, you know, you get the serotonin and stuff and it, it just gives you a boost. And even this morning before I went for a run, I was like kind of irritable and stuff, whatever, and I could feel it. And then I went for the run and came back and I was flying in for the, for the rest of the day, like so. Yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely uh, definitely running or just um, I suppose uh, ex- exertion or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to necessary. be a run, like yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and what I like, and I suppose there's two elements there. Like if we go just again from personal experience of like my mom and dad versus me, like you know, they're just trying to occupy time. Whereas like I find physical exertion, like getting tired, that's what helps me. Like I like to tire myself out. You know whether that's you know uh, I don't know push-ups at home or running or you know something like that. Yeah. They just they're just getting out for fresh air. They're just going for a walk somewhere, and that's key. Like it's 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 whatever you can do just to keep it fresh and just, not yeah, be kill home them alone. Like, yeah. Yeah. And um, it's going to be essential because you know we don't know what's going to happen over the next few weeks. Um, we don't know how long you're going to be stuck at home and stuff. Um, so no. and which kind of brings me on to another um point that i kind of made in my own head as well which is like i'm looking at it and and a lot of people are like oh what am i gonna kind of and you know it's the natural reaction you know like oh let's get onto netflix let's get onto youtube whatever but i was like okay there's gonna be that i'm gonna be definitely watching stuff on youtube all the time i'm definitely gonna be watching stuff on netflix all the time so let's just try and outline something else i can do so i was Mm -hmm. like okay here's a book that you know i can do or or sorry that i can read or you know uh, oh the ukulele that was another one I'm after getting 10 times better at the <laughs> ukulele in the last four days which is a uh, quality but um yeah so like that, that was another thing I was like okay what's my what would be my not my natural reaction and then what can I do to add in something kind of you know along with that yeah because I, I feel like um from what I've been reading on twitter like people feel under pressure that they have to do some sort of like quote-unquote productive endeavor and it doesn't necessarily have to be productive like for me I'll probably do a lot more writing now that I have free time, but that's just something I do anyway, so that's mm-hmm. fine. But, like, people don't have to be, like, writing books or making music, or you can just, like, do something that you wouldn't always already be doing. Like, don't watch the same TV show for the 10th time. Don't just sit in the cake. Like, just do something that you wouldn't normally be doing just to activate your brain, just to get it doing something different, because otherwise you're going to be day 16, you're going to be watching season 7 of Friends for the 19th time, <sighs> and you're going to fucking lose your mind. Yeah. And like and and to be fair as well, if you are doing that, fair enough. It's just have something else, you know. Like mm. just don't let that be your only thing. Yeah. Because yeah. like nobody's telling you not to binge watch your favorite show. It's just you know if you're doing it every day, it's it's gonna yeah. fucking do don't your head. Don't make it like. the only thing you do. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like now later, like you know, it's Paddy's day, and I, I was joking with my old man earlier saying it's probably the healthiest Paddy's day the Irish yeah. people have ever had. Absolutely. People are running stuff, but uh, even stuff like I've set up a Skype room here for me and my friends later, so we're gonna have a a few fucking bottles over Skype there later and it'll be gas and obviously it won't be the same as being in the pub with the lads but it's yeah, it's an adaptation it's to what's going on do you know yeah it's it's conversation it's fucking seeing people it's 
having a few beers like it's yeah it's good like it's 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 as normal as you can make it like exactly like it's just you yeah. got like like it's unprecedented times and it's scary for people but yeah. it, you just adapt and we'll, we'll be fine and as i was saying to you before we start recording like there are a lot of positives coming in the last few days that the, the news isn't going to spin because it's not going to get clicks but there are a lot of positives like mm-hmm. the fact that china has closed most of its uh coronavirus hospitals because the new cases aren't coming in enough to you know, justify the hospitals. So, yeah. I mean, information like that isn't being really spread around, but if you look for it, you'll find it. And there is good things happening. Scientists are finding drugs to help battle the virus, and it's working. Like, I read earlier, a woman who's 103 in Wuhan has recovered completely because of the drugs they're using. They're using some uh, inflammatory drugs that are usually used for rheumatoid arthritis, and they seem to be working against it. So, like, there are positives coming out of it, which is good. Yeah, like, I mean, if you think about, like, you know, the last the such mass outbreak we had really was, like, in as far as I know, anyway, in, like, 1929 with the Spanish flu. If you actually think of our situation here, like, it couldn't really have happened at a better time. Like, everyone's connected. Um, you, you know, the, the, no, granted, it's not face-to-face contact, but you have video call with your friend, as, as you say. Like, you have a chat room where you can put six of you into it and you're all in different houses. Mm. Medicine is, is is better than ever, you know. Like, once the pressure gets relieved off the hospitals here, like, there should be a massive spike, a, a massive increase in uh, productivity and, like, being able to fucking solve this thing. Like, yeah. Um, so, like, that's, uh, and I suppose, I, I guess we could probably move into that now is like the, the, the panic, like dealing with the panic, dealing with the anxiety. And yeah. That's that's going to be a very high level. Like there's like a lot of people losing jobs and stuff, even though, you know, you'd like to think a lot of it's going to be temporary. We, we don't know. But a lot of people losing their jobs and like a lot of uncertainty. Uh, one thing that people can't seem to deal with, and I'm struggling with it myself, is uh, I've, I've gotten more to grips with it now over the last few days, but it's the indefinite uh, time span of this thing, you know, like yeah, the fact that I, it's not going to be over in a week or whatever. Yeah, and we are told the 29th, but it's not going to be like, oh, the 29th here, back to business as usual. Like, it's probably the 29th at the minimum and then probably longer. Yeah. That's the way I'm putting it in my head, so. Yeah, um, and again, like, and, you know, here we are now, like, the minute we got into that there, we're, we're already focusing on, like, oh, here we go, the 29th yeah. is going to be the minimum, but it's it's important to make those distinctions in your head because especially i've been thinking over the last few days and this was also this was a thought i used to have before but obviously there wasn't a, a pressing need to have this thought like so it's a thought that i had before it's like if you can draw a line under it then you can move on you know like a lot of the people a lot, a lot of the problems here is going to be people not accepting that this is going to be a long time thing if you accept that it's going to be a long time thing draw a line under it and now you can start building and making life kind of worthwhile or making do with life yeah um, under it and like and it's, yeah that's a that's a great point as well um but is uh, on top of that like the fact that we're all at home now and there's little to do to keep the mind taking over we're definitely all spending more time on social media than we usually have so i think and i saw you did this on twitter is to block the word coronavirus so yeah. it's muted because what you should do just to to like maintain it for yourself is have an hour a day where you check up on it which should be maybe the news when our new cases are announced. You have your hour to check up on it and don't make it your whole day that you're hearing news about coronavirus every yeah. minute of the day. Just have a select time. So you have your hour where you, you know, you allow yourself to have a bit of a freak out about it and then just get back to your 23 hours where you don't hear about it and it'll just make it a routine for your brain so you're not always in a state of panic. Yep, I agree. Yeah, and, um, but the, the, and the thing is, right, 
the what I what I want to kind of and to put a positive spin on it. And I think we were like, granted, okay, we're, we're a lot of today's episodes going to be focused on how we're going to cope with this now. Like, but we'll try and kind of move off into more general subjects, I suppose, in a while. But mm. like, just for the point that this and this is a much more like philosophical point or whatever. Like, it's just a point that kind of you, it's worth keeping a note of in the back of your head is like throughout history, the toughest times have caused like great things to happen after like if you think about it the last real real tough time we had was uh like uh, fair, fair enough there was the recession but if we talk about actual like physical testing time was world war Two. if you look at any time after world war Two, all that happened was exponential growth in mm. like humanity and how life got better and stuff like that like you look at this already like my mom was on a video call to her doctor last week. Like my mom didn't know what video calling was yeah, before like, last week. Like has that skill now? Like yeah. Yeah, like it's it's what it's doing is it's putting pressure on certain areas of society to absolutely rocket into the twenty first century. Um, yeah. or, or like our health our health system. Like we've just been sitting over that for the last while. Now, granted, when all this is said and done, fair enough, there'll be a fallback. You know, probably a lot of people, the nurses and stuff being taken on, and the doctors being taken on might get left go or whatever. But like for the time being. It's gonna catapult our health system into the the twenty first century, like due to necessity, like. Mm, um, so yeah. there is there is gonna be a lot of positives come from this. It's just a scary time at the moment. And like, and another thing that's been coming up is that the climate and the environment and the planet are recovering due to the fact that none of us are making that much carbon impact right now. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that's gonna be an impact, which is which is needed unfortunately like we were we weren't really getting the job done in terms of climate so yeah, we're absolutely. being forced to get the job done now which is good yeah and um like uh oh jesus i had a point there now and i took a drink of water and i'm after completely forgetting classic it, so. that's yeah. a vintage depression session uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're back boys we're back <laughs> um yeah so like yeah it's it's just um like you look at it it's it's what i was looking at the other day as well it's it's like for me especially it's like it's just a big deep breath like it's like everything is 100 miles an hour all the time especially at at this age like you know like i didn't i I don't know what i'm doing for the most part like 25 years old yeah you get to pause your life for them you get to pause it and you can't you can't really progress anything right now you know you gotta just just take it handy for for the while we got yeah, and everyone's in the same boat, you know, you have to put all your plans to, to the back of your mind for a while and stuff, and it's just, you know, it's it's a, it's just an, uh, it's just a deep breath to try and recover, gain back some time, you know, and that's what my point of the, you know, trying to be, you know, productive or, like, at least, you know, put some productivity into this time, like, is, like, a so for example in work now for the last while like it's just been kind of i've been doing well but also there's a lot of stuff that's just catching up catching up catching up causing a lot of anxiety in my life like and causing uh untold stress as well like but now mm. it's like a deep breath it's like okay like all right fair enough i'm not gonna be in work all day but like you know i'm gonna be at home for the next two weeks so i'm gonna take maybe two or three hours after you know tomorrow night or something like that just to focus on one area you know yeah it's not dedicating my whole life to work. What it is, is it's just being like, okay, I, I have nothing else to do anyway. So yeah. let's just do this. And then the next day it will be easier to work from home. Let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I so, think, yeah. yeah. And we're, we're talking about it again before we started the, the cabin fever issue for me, it hasn't really kicked in. And the reason I think is because everyone's in the same boat. So if I was the only one who could had to stay at home, then I would probably have a lot worse cabin fever. But the fact, like, there's no fear of missing out, say, because everyone's at home. 
Yeah. So no formal. That, that kind of makes it a bit easier to deal with, I think, because you're like, all right, at least I'm not missing whatever's going on outside. We're all fucking in the same boat. So yeah, kind of makes it easier. It also, and that this is just a point that came into my head now, so just bear with me. Let's see where this goes. Um, <laughs> it also gives it the idea of uh, it, it's a much more uh, stable sense of community because even though there's a lot of this social distancing going on now and it's necessary and you, you have to do it and, and it's definitely the right way to go about it, staying at home and staying alone and stuff. What it is is it gives you an opportunity to all understand how another person's feeling. And in general, this is and this is a much wider point in terms of like what we're trying to achieve here of people understanding what people are going through and stuff. But like just take this as like, a, let's say, a mental exercise or something like that. Understand that everyone's frustrated around you. Like, you know, like you're talking to your buddy and you're both upset about the cabin fever and you can't do anything about it and you both relate on that level. And it's kind of yeah. all it is is empathy for each other that you're like, ah, you know, shit, really wish that we could... Uh, could do this now but you know this is life like it's gonna open a lot of eyes to people or sorry it's gonna open a lot of people's eyes to like uh other people's kind of anguish and stuff and other people's anxiety and stuff because you're gonna start feeling exactly what your friend is feeling and oh, so yeah, like the levels of empathy are just through the roof is what you're saying yeah exactly that's that's what i'm trying to get, get at yeah it's, it's just trying to get really get through to people like to understand um it, it's a good it's a good opportunity to kind of take stock of like you know how how are people feeling and stuff? How are you how are you getting on? You know, um, like I suppose okay. So to 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 finish up the point, like everyone's like when something happens, everyone's like, oh, talk to your friends, like you know. And, mm-hmm. and it, it's what it is is as a concept, it's one of my favorite concepts. As an actual in practice, it's one of my least favorite things to see on Twitter. Yeah. Is when someone commits suicide or whatever, and they're like talk to your friends yeah there's a week of there's a week of the virtue signal and kind of oh yeah we should all be talking about mental health and then the same people like it happened when um yeah. um the one from love island yeah, what was yeah. Her name? Uh, caroline, caroline Flack. Flack, yeah. the be kind movement and in the same tweets people were calling out people for being assholes and giving them abuse but also saying be kind and that's the kind of shit that happens with that yeah talk to your and friends think- stuff and I think it's like for us, especially because um, obviously we're in this world constantly and we're always looking for, you know, it's very easy to not be in this world and be like, oh, we're being negative or, you know, you know, it's overall a good message. I think neither of us would disagree with that. Our problem is, is in practicality. Mm. Talk to your friends. None of you go and talk to your friends. Like you just say, oh, yeah, look at who commits suicide or whatever. And then you go, oh, you know, I'm, I'm here for you, buddies. But, like, nobody actually knows how to talk to each other. Like Yeah, like, uh, I often wonder, sorry to cut across you there, I often right. wonder, because um, I tweet quite often, just be like, text your friend today and check in, like, text take, take some right now and check in, and that, that might get, like, 20 or 30 likes or whatever, and I often wonder how many of those people actually text anyone after, yeah. like, in that tweet, and it's probably none, or it's one or two. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, follow through the sentiment with actual action and behavior, because it's, it's very easy for me to be like, Oh, check in with your friends and all this. And if I don't do it, then I'm a hypocrite. Yep. Very true. And, um, you know, and I don't really necessarily blame a lot of people like, you know, you, you know, as well as I do, just again, from being in the world, like, is that it's quite hard to check in with your friends. It's quite hard to know exactly how to ask a question, how to, you know, because it's easy to go to someone. Uh, how are you? And they text back grand and you're like, OK, cool. That's not checking in with your friends. Yeah, yeah, it's better yeah. than nothing. But that's not checking in. It's kind of like, it's 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 
again, like it's just such a natural thing for us due to yeah, your I, experience it, that it's hard it's definitely to a privilege. It's a definitely a privilege for us to like, I, I, I have no issue or like don't feel awkward texting my close friends and even further afield. How are you feeling? How's the head? What's going on? Stuff like that. I do not. I have no problem saying that, that shit. So it probably is a bit of a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to get. Like, you know, like we know what to say just because we talk about this shit all the time. It's our life. Like we we spend so much time in it trying to figure out how we're going to help people that you develop a system or you develop a strategy, let's say. Mm. So but it is important, let's say, like at the moment, so okay uh, try and, i'm trying to make a structured point now to what this could be because this is actually could be a, a very important point if we got it right here so um That's like low. yeah <laughs> yeah bear with me okay here we go all my brain power going into this um so like understand what you're feeling with your cabin fever with your anxiety if you so if you're afraid that you're not you, you know you're going to lose your job or something let's just take that mm-hmm. get channel that feeling understand that feeling and then when you're asking your friends, understand that they might be feeling the same thing. I feel like if you can understand what you're feeling, that anxiety you're feeling, and then you're checking with your friends, you know, there's there's definitely a, an instant connection there. You'd be like, you're kind of like, uh, the way to open it would be like, oh, you know, um, feeling a bit, you know, this situation is kind of weird, isn't it? And then they're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then you're like, Jesus, kind of imagine if, uh, you know, I'm kind of worried I'm going to lose my job or something like that. That's an opening there. They then see yeah. that you're anxious they can understand that and then you're you're into a conversation here where you can actually really check on each other where you can really understand each other's feelings and stuff like that yeah yeah like it is kind of like talk like it's difficult to talk to someone if they don't have some sort of that problem mm-hmm. it would be like me talking to like lebron james about how i can't make a lay on my left hand because he doesn't have that issue and never will have that issue yeah. So just be like, it just feels awkward and silly for me to be complaining about this when it's not an issue for you at all. Yeah. But and then so to take that, um, to take that point and expand on it, like this, we are all going to have a common issue here. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be able to. It's not going to be the same worry you have. It might not be the same, you know, exact problem. But what it's going to be is a shared anxiety. People are all going to be having have very high anxiety because of this fear of the disease, fear losing a job, fear the economy crashing, fear someone close to you dying. You know, it there's yeah, a lot there's of a lot. It's going to be fear. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, and and it's going to be a very communal feeling, and it's going to be you know just keep talking to people. Nobody's going to, like everyone needs to get their thoughts out in this situation. Cabin yeah. fever need to get your thoughts out. Just keep talking like. Yeah, and I think the the as you I know we can't really say we see it in person because no one's going out, but uh, the the kind of atmosphere of solidarity right now, not only in Ireland but across the world, is great. Like, as in, I know we're going through a, a hard time with a pandemic, but the world's pulling together like it never has before. Yeah. Like, I know it's I know it's really bad, but we do only have one hundred and fifty thousand cases worldwide. We only have. A certain amount of thousands of deaths. If you go back a hundred years ago, fifty million people died because of the last pandemic. Yeah, so, yeah. Like we're dealing and, with it quite well. And not to deal with people as numbers now, because I know it, it, you know it, it's way more real than number. But like, if you look at it, even China, China has a billion people. Probably actually probably more than that. One point two, one point three billion at this stage. Like, and it was a, what at its max, it was a hundred thousand or hundred twenty thousand cases. You know, like it can, it will be controlled. It can be controlled, and I guess that's where you it comes into again. Stem your flow of news. 
stem your flow yeah. of because they're like if you it's the same with everything but now it's just more obvious than ever like if you were a person again so like okay take for my exa- my my own situation when i've had generalized anxiety disorder for so so long like you know for so much of my life that it's just i've already had to take these precautions like don't get stuck in a news cycle mm-hmm. don't constantly like, you know don't have the first channel you check be cnn or sky news when you go on yeah, yeah. tv some triggers like exactly yeah so like if you like as you were saying a while ago if you give yourself an hour but even if you don't want to give yourself an hour you can't escape people talking about it you're never going to be out of the loop so if you if you don't want to talk about it ever then for the next few days take it out of your life don't pay attention to it because Mm. the likelihood of you getting fed this information through some form is going to come so don't yeah you don't have to seek it out like exactly yeah yeah so if you're if you are dealing with a high high anxiety at the moment because of this whole situation try and block it out you know you're never going to get out of the loop. You know, you're always going to know if it's a lockdown or whatever. You know, it's not, it's not like you're going to be the only person to not know that. Um, you, you already know the essentials. Yeah. Wash your hands, stay away from people, etc., etc. It's not as if there's going to be any more revolutionary information come out there. So definitely try and take a break and try and, you know, um, cut yourself off, like, from this this constant influx of, coronavirus 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 yeah because yeah. yeah, and the media is it like it feeds off panic because it'll get clicks so like i mean a month ago there was that article that i retweeted that said we were going to um we we're going to get hit by an asteroid and then when you click into the, the link it it's like 61 million miles away from the earth <laughs> so it's just like yeah. it's just you know the, the media itself is built upon like getting you to be afraid and the panic yeah. so you'll click into the article and that's the whole thing so all the shit you see in the news is going to be dramatized not that it's not a serious situation, of course it is, but you can get yeah. your information without the drama, for sure. Yeah, and like, you know, it's not as if the news as well is going to be the one to provide you the breaking information. Like, you know, like if if you've watched Varadkar give a press conference, then that's your day's worth of knowledge needed. Like, because it's yeah. not as if Sky News are going to be like, okay, we've got an inside source. His name yeah. is fucking COVID. He's going to. Yeah, exclusive you... interview with the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We <laughs> live with the virus. Like, that's not, that's not going to happen. Like, um, so, and, and you also remember that this is uh, a 24 hour news station's wet dream at the moment. Like, yeah. people stuck inside staring at social media and a panic. Like, yeah. perfect yeah. storm. So try and cleanse from that. I know it's difficult. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're going to be able to do that. But uh, yeah, take my advice. I weighed up my options last week and I said, uh, is there any viruses that I need to actually know about at the moment other than the coronavirus? I said no. So the whole word virus got uh, blocked on my Twitter. So yeah, I know it's, yeah, it's like, I also noticed the rest of your uh, blocked words were like Kardashians and Trump <laughs> and stuff. It was, it was fun. And yeah, McGregor, that, McGregor was yeah, in yeah, that's just me being me, though. To be fair, that's yeah, just yeah. Me. no, no, I just I enjoyed them. There are some keywords yeah. that you should be blocking out anyway. Yeah, they're pretty good. They actually, I feel like in a few uh, in a few years, it's going to be an absolute high, highlight reel of some of the best moments in <laughs> social media history. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. but yeah, I did. Besides that, I guess um, stuff that I always talk about, you definitely need to keep on top of more than ever now, which is like getting your eight hours of sleep drinking enough water, drink, eating the right food, exercising, socializing every well as much as you can, which right now is Skype or video calls or voice notes with your friends. 
um, more more important now than ever to keep on top of those, just to keep your head in the best possible place it can be outside of all the shit that's going on. Yeah, and like it, it, it's twofold here as well because um, if you actually listen to you know, it's because of people trying to prevent this spreading or whatever, you kind of miss the the point of it. The, the point of preventing it spreading is not so that you won't get it. It's so that you can ease the pressure on the systems when people do get it because you need mm. to stop the influx. So what you're saying there is eight hours sleep, eating healthy, drinking water. What this does, as well as keeping your uh, mental health in check, it's immune system building. Yeah, the way true. the way you'll defeat this, especially if you're okay, so the likelihood is if you're listening to this, you're kind of between the age of like say, eighteen and twenty five, twenty six. You know, so you're in a very, very, very low risk uh, thing as long as you're like a person who doesn't obviously have one of these underlying, underlying illnesses as such. But like if you're say me or you now, like we're in very low risk categories. Like so, the way we're going to defeat this is just by having a good immune system by taking care of ourselves. You know, like it's going to be. You, you know, the, the, our form of social distancing is as such so that we don't pass it on and give it to other people and hurt yeah. other people. So in terms of panicking, like if you're if you're a person like me, like I'm okay, I'm just gonna speak for myself here because obviously I don't know what people have or whatever. Like, um, I don't have asthma, I don't have anything like that. I don't have high blood pressure. I I'm in relatively good shape. My weight's in check and so stuff like that. Um, you know, I get enough sleep. I eat pretty well. I drink a lot of water. You know, I've got a very tolerant immune system so it's, yeah. i don't get sick off, often so for me my panic isn't really with me getting sick at all it's i don't want to pass it on to my mom and dad it's yeah. i don't want to yeah i don't want to unnecessarily cause issues and to be fair that's definitely the panic of the majority of people who aren't leaving the house is that like the people who are most panicky in our age group are people who have immediate family or grandparents who yeah. could be could be it could be fatal if they got this virus so for us, it's not about whether we get it. We like, we'll be fine if we get it with two weeks, whatever, it'll be fine. Yeah. But it's just the risk of passing it on to someone that it could be fatal for, which is why, yeah, as you say, it's important for us to maintain the immune system so we don't pick it up yeah. somehow. And like, and I suppose just to bring it back to kind of this pulling together and stuff, put yourself in that mindset put yourself in the mindset don't be the person who wants to go you know all right granted the pubs are closed and stuff now but don't be the person who wants to go to the pub because you have a, it's a lockdown and it feels like christmas don't be that person don't be the person who wants to do these things because it's trendy now to go and do them because nobody else is doing them mm. be the person who doesn't want to spread it be the person who wants to be who doesn't want the community to get sick and like what what it's going to form or what it's going to start making is this sense of community around the place. People are going to start looking out for each other. Who would have thought that social distancing, social distancing and a pandemic, and at the end of it, we're probably going to be like, oh, you know, I might, yeah. here's the deal, I'm going to not pass this on to my friend or whatever. Like, Yeah, we'll have a better sense of community. And like, even last weekend, they kind of went off and people going to the pubs on Saturday night because I thought it was quite irresponsible. And like, the re- and like even going over to your friend's house where there's six or seven people drinking I still wouldn't really recommend that because, like, you don't want to, like, God forbid, I hope this doesn't happen to anyone, but if someone close to you gets this illness and they die, you don't want to have to look back and say, I didn't do everything I could to prevent them from getting this. Yeah. And, like, that, that could be as simple as you just going over to a palace house with eight or nine people and having a few beers quite innocently, whatever, and that could be the difference. So yeah. I just don't, I just don't think that 
like your desire to have a few cans with your friends does not trump anything else going on right now. It's it's not a priority. Just yeah. you know, like just and it's it's resilience building and it'll be good for people in the end when they get out of this two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is, you'll be more resilient because you will have to depend on yourself to maintain your own mental health instead of putting that responsibility on your friends and stuff to pick you up. You'd be yep. more resilient anyway. Yep, completely agree. You're not gonna have the FOMO, you uh stuff like that. Like so but like yeah, like and this isn't an attempt at all for us to to kind of pontificate or anything like that. Like it's not this isn't what we're doing here. Like what it is is we're just, you know, trying to relay to people like that that we you know, most of your friends are gonna think this way. You know, there's no mm. need to feel like you need to go to a pub, you know? Like People are going to understand if you don't want to come over to a fucking... It, it, it's one of the times in your life where you're going to be like, no, I'm not leaving the house because of coronavirus. And people are going to be like, oh, you know what, actually, that's... Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. You're going to be like, like oh, come on, you're, you're being a bitch, boy. Yeah, like, yeah it's not going to be like that. It's like, you it's just a, fuck up. It's just a, pandem- a pandemic, bud. It's yeah. not major, like... Yeah. Yeah. But, no, yeah. That. So, yeah, I suppose um, today was very coronavirus heavy. Um, and yeah. Naturally, I guess. Yeah, like I mean, look, we're we're hoping just to try and, as always, as this progresses over the next like few weeks or whatever, like as always, we're just trying to make sure that everyone's aware, or we're just trying to vocalize, I suppose, everyone's kind of worries. Like we're trying to be the, you know, we're trying to give you somewhere here to where you can be like, oh yeah, like oh yeah, I'm actually worried as well, or oh, I have anxiety as well, or oh yeah, I am, a, I had, I do have depression. So like we're yeah. going to be discussing shit that's going to be going on, you know. Yeah, like, every, everything we just talked about is something that we've both had thoughts about the last few days like I've thought about oh I'd love to go over to the lad's house and have a few beers I've had that thought yeah. you know and it's just understanding yeah. why it's responsible not to give in to your desires right now you have to have a bit of self-control I think yeah and yeah and basically to sum up again just so that you're aware just keep active keep fucking active wear your energy out do it, it, look, if, if you're a person who's never done push-ups before and you have nothing to do and you can't leave the house, do push-ups. I guarantee you'll be tired within not long. If you've never, if, no, you've, if done, you've never done push-ups, yeah, yeah, you're, you're talking, quick. yeah, you're, you'll be doing four today, five tomorrow, maybe six the next day, and then you'll need about four days off. Like so, do shit that will wear you out. Do <laughs> do stuff that'll make you tired. It's better at the moment to be tired in this situation than not than anything else. Um, so yeah. Try and wear yourself down, wear your brain down, make sure that it's not working overdrive, get fresh air. Look, and fair enough, social distancing, but, you know, see one or two friends, you know, like if you if you need to see one friend, just be be smart about it, you know, yeah. don't be don't be going over and, you know, cuddling like, six yeah. people. like. Yeah, go for a walk with one of your buddies, absolutely, yeah. no problem. Yeah. And I think, I think the main thing here as well, which is actually kind of cool, it's something I've always taught what it would be like to do, we're cutting out all the complicated shit out of our lives completely and we're doing the most basic shit to get through our days. Yeah. It's like get fresh that, yeah. air, drink water, exercise, all the fucking yeah. complex, weird relationshipy stuff has been cut out for the time being. It gives you a chance to reset everything and come back in three or four weeks' time and you're gonna be you're gonna be performing on all cylinders and it's gonna be great. Yeah. Just use it as a chance to reset. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to, to let people know as well, uh, I think maybe the next time or whatever, I'm just going to go through, I was going through counselling there a couple of months ago, so if anyone's interested in what was going on there or like uh, if, if any of the people think that they might need counselling, kind of, I suppose, well, I don't know how much how counselling is going to be available, 
um, at the moment. But if you are a person who thinks you might need counselling or you're afraid to go and, you know, you don't know what the first steps are and stuff. Um, probably, yeah, will we said next episode, um, we'll yeah. go through a bit of that. Yeah, and, like, um, like that was initially the first episode, but then we got yeah. coronified. So, yeah. yeah, no, that'll be good. That's a, that's an interesting episode. I, I'll probably learn quite a bit from that as well. Yeah. Um, so. Also, a bit of a just before we leave, self-plug, um, I'm shaving my head, which uh, this is actually, pro- I'll have my head shaved before this comes out, I imagine, but it's Wednesday night after Paddy's Day, shaving my head for a fundraiser for Irish Cancer Sock because they lost Daffodil Day last week. Oh, so yeah. if you go over to my Facebook page, um, you'll be able to find the fund. I'll leave it open for another week or two. Yeah, as I was about to say. So I'll, I'll try and get, yeah, we'll try and get this up for Thursday night. So it'll be the night after. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, right. just throw, throw a few bob at that. It'd be lovely. Absolutely. All right, bye. All right. Have a good Stop. one. All the best. Cool.